Hey, Corinne. Hey, Corinne. Rob actually suggested a tagline for us and I wanted to test it out and see what you thought about it. Two Corinne's, one cup of cocoa. Do you get the reference? No. Did you ever hear about two girls, one cup? I did not. Well, definitely do not Google that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello again, hot cocoa lovers. Corinne and Corinne here, and this is the Hot Cocoa Show. How's it going, Co? I was up all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it wasn't partying. No, it was definitely not partying. I actually finished White Lotus season mm. finale. Have you seen it? I have. I guess there's a 24 hour rule on the internet now where you're not supposed to talk about the show. Right. So am I allowed to talk about it? It's been yeah. more than 24 hours. I don't know. There were so many things that left me with like this giant question mark. For instance, when, oh man, I'm so bad with names, names and numbers. I'm really bad with names and numbers, but there's two couples on the trip and one of the couples apparently thinks his wife screwed the friend right. that they were on the trip with, whatever. And they didn't really leave a clear image if they did or didn't. It was just, he was visualizing them banging. What I thought was crazy is that when he confronted her, he was like, I know you're lying. And she kept saying nothing happened, nothing happened. And then it's like, oh, well, we did kiss. Oh, I a thousand percent thought she did something with him. She looked guilty as fuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, she just had it written all over her face. And then I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I had this ex-boyfriend in high school that one day he gave me a hug and I got like a really weird vibe. And I was like, he fucking cheated on me. And I just knew he cheated on me that day. I knew he cheated on me and nobody needed to tell me. And then I found out months later that he was cheating on me multiple times with multiple people. Ugh, it hurts. It does hurt. Young love is so hard. Yeah. I also got cheated on a bunch because I was a major prude. Well, listen, it's inevitable, I think, but he ended up with one of the girls he cheated on me with, which was so funny. So he ended up having a family and actually marrying this person. So I was like, wow. you know what? Then it was really meant to be actually. So are they still married? Yeah. They wow. Are. So very cool. Anywho. So the guy has the imagery of his wife fucking his friend and then is so pissed, goes and beats the shit out of him in the ocean and then sees the dude's wife and they go for some crazy walk in a distance and... And it's implied that something happened, which it seems like something real. happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then he came back and banged his wife for the first time in a very long time because she kept trying to put it out there and he wasn't really reciprocating, which is interesting because then we're watching the show, my husband and I, and we go to bed after we watched it because we watched it the night it came out. Then he was all horny. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> well, and then it worried me. And then the next day I had to, you know, step my game up because I don't want some white Lotus shit to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Always step up your game. I, I think that's a must. Well, it's funny because Ethan Aubrey Plaza's husband, he kept saying he's a more like he's more horny in the morning and she doesn't like morning sex. And it's so funny because I'm more of a morning sex person. Rob doesn't have his glasses on yet. He can't really see me. <laughs> so it's not that you like morning sex better. You just, you factor in all 
of your surroundings and you're like, all right, what's going to make me a look the best feel sexy, feel sexy. Okay. Uh I feel you. If that's when you feel you're most comfortable, then that's great. There's another element too, because then we're both in a really good mood for the rest of the day. It's a good time to bring up anything you may want to spend money on or whatever. It's like, so it's okay. strategy. Yeah. So you're playing chess strategy. We're not playing not checkers playing. here. We're playing chess. Not checkers. Motherfucker. Playing chess. Yeah. Yes. yes. Always playing chess. So <laughs> I, I, so in that show also, I actually was pissed the fuck off because there's these two hookers in the show and I was really pissed off that the dad, there was like a grandfather, a dad and his son on the trip and the dad Ex-Sopranos guy. Ex-Sopranos guy. We love you. We don't Mm -hmm. know your name. I can't remember. You know what? I actually did come prepared today because I know I'm so terrible with names. Michael Imperioli. If that's Wow. I'm impressed. You have notes and shit. I have fucking notes, girl. I am impressed. I'm trying to get organized in my elder age. Anywho. So Michael Imperioli, Dominic on the show, Mm, has sex with the hooker, Lucia, and then sees his son hanging out with the hooker and apparently has marital issues and was a dick to his ex-wife. And so he was trying to win brownie points and didn't want to tell his son he banged the hooker that his son ended up banging and falling in love with. Oh, so sad. Oh, shit like this really happened. I mean, there's shit that I hear where I live. I <laughs> mean, yeah. I mean, I live in Miami. Where you live is like living in a television show. I live in Miami. Nice to meet you. My name is Corinne. <laughs> and yes, it is pretty fucking crazy over here. So mm-hmm. I, I do see a lot of things, which brings me into my next topic that I want to give to you straight or shriveled, whichever you prefer. I'd rather not have the shriveled version. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was at a very lovely event. I, I was at a baby shower and I ended mm. up sitting next to a group of women and one of them is single. I would say, I don't know. She's probably, maybe she's in her fifties. She is single and dating and starts telling me about her dating life and then proceeds to show me a dick pic. Wow. Mm -hmm. Is she dating in the same age pool? Yeah. This was the same age pool. So one other woman near me was like, well, you have to show me. And mind you, I've been with my husband for 16 years. Technology has evolved. We oh, didn't yeah. come from the dick pic era. So we like, did not. I've never been sent a dick pic ever. Same girl. Nor would I want one. They're not pretty. So, okay. Well, which brings me to my topic. So I'm, I teach fitness classes and I'm telling the group of girls like, Hey, da-da, this woman showed me the dick pic and this woman's like, oh yeah, my husband and I always send each, like he always sends me dick pics. And I'm like, what? What? She's like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Like, as if I'm fucking crazy. And so I was literally losing sleep over this last night. I'm like, wait a second. Is this- Are people normal? out here sending dick pics all the time? We're missing out on some dick pics. I mean, here. I guess I'm like Mary fucking Poppins. That's how I feel too. Am I lost? Where am I? 
You feel like this? Well, I think it's interesting because I've been with Rob for 18 years. At that time, there was no Tinder or Bumble or really social media like there exists today. You never went on a dating app? Never went on a dating app. I went on one, J-Date. Oh, that's, oh, but that was <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> that, was... that was like when Match.com came out. I went on a couple dates. I remember that now. Yeah. That's yeah. Old I went on a, a few dates. But did they send you dick pics? Hell to the motherfucking no. <laughs> Run for the fucking hills. I would die. Like that to me just makes me so uncomfortable. So the one lady was like, she didn't even care that he sent the dick pic. She didn't like that he had tattoos all over his body. She's like, I'm old fashioned. She's from a generation where that's not normalized in her mind, but it wasn't the dick pic that threw her off. I'm very prude when it comes to stuff like that. I don't want to see a dick pic. I really don't. So if you were sitting at this lunch, you would have turned your head. Oh, I still would have looked at it. <laughs> and it was <laughs> I didn't tell my husband about this part of the, the baby shower when he was watching all three of my kids and I was sipping on tequila looking at dick pics. My goodness, why I never. He's going to hear it and be like, <laughs> he's just going to stay quiet. I don't know. <laughs> at this point, we've seen enough in our life. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, it's he's fine. not worried about that. It does actually make me think of White Lotus a little because I read an article about the the dude, the dickhead dude that maybe banged Aubrey Plaza. I can't remember his name in the show. Excuse me. Cameron? Cameron. Theo James. That's right. Theo James. Wow. I am impressed with this. You like that? Research you have done. You like that? <laughs> well, apparently, so, you know, the scene where he's changing his shorts in the bathroom and you can see it in the That's mirror. That's when I knew. Yes. Apparently he was wearing a prosthetic penis. Hmm. It was not his real penis. So A, a little disappoint, but B, not surprised because it was ginormous. I've been noticing, I started euphoria. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. Oh yes. Yes. I'm so amazed at our generation, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. I. It actually made me slightly uncomfortable because- yeah. I do not want to see every fucking man's dick. Am I going to get shade because women show their breasts and everything for decades already? And now we're just getting to a time period where it's okay to show the dick. I honestly, I, I feel the same way because it makes me really uncomfortable also. Super fucking uncomfortable. But like you're saying, it's been so long since... We've seen women naked on the big screen. I still get uncomfortable about that too. I'm not going to lie. I With women? Weird. Yeah, I just, when people kiss in a show really? or anything, I'm like, oh God. When we, they we kiss? Don't need this. Oh, I love that. Really? It's probably because of past trauma, to be honest. But that's what makes me funny. Noted. Do not make out in front of Corinne. <laughs> I started a little notes page in my phone Mm -hmm. and I think I'm going to give the vibe vampire of the week to the letter D because Mm. I started noticing that a lot of things bad start with the letter D. How random and intriguing. Please go on. You got dick pics, divorce, diet pills, drinking, drugs, dynamite, dating, I mean, the list goes on and on. I started really pondering what's up with the D. I think anything in moderation is okay. We didn't say we want to give it up, but we said it could Uh lead to some very bad decisions. What about dandelions? 
Mm, I don't know much <laughs> about them. <laughs> Let's circle back here. So mm-hmm. dick pics, are, are we feeling like we should delete them? I, I don't know. I think it's different for everyone. It's a whole new world out there. We didn't really have to go through any of that evolution in our technology where it became easy just to send dick pics to people. I'm not comfortable with it. Uh, watch, we're going to get so many dick pics now. Please don't send us dick pics. But at the same time, I'm a total hypocrite because I'm kind of scared to say this, but I have done some work on the big screen. You were in a porn? <laughs> a self-made porn. What? Yes. Yes. What up, Kim K? Yeah. So if somebody was like, hey, give me that footage and I'll give you like $2 billion, would you do Two it? Billion. Two billion. Two billion. Yeah. Would you do it for million? one million? I don't know. I don't know. Two million? What's Maybe. your number? You know, um, I don't know. That's an interesting question. Hmm. I've never made a sex <laughs> tape. Actually, we have those like ring cameras all over my house. And mm. recently I turned one around and my husband's like, what are you doing? Like, he's like, I was going to look at that later. And I'm like, exactly. I don't want you to look at this later. Well, Rob and I made our porn debut and subsequently celebrated our retirement from the porn industry. When we first started dating at the time, it was kind of a long distance relationship because he was working and traveling a lot. So I actually went to visit him and I was just trying to keep it spicy. It was when (laughs) when we lived together in Bay Harbor, I came home. I had the tapes with me. I put them in a box. And remember, I left. This was when we were living together. Yes. Nice. It's when I had the crazy red hair, like the fuchsia pink hair. It should be noted that the carpet did not match the drapes. But I brought them home and I put them in a box. And then remember, I left to get on the veggie bus with the hippies. My ex-boyfriend before Rob had to come over and pick up some of his stuff. And there was two boxes there, one for Rob and one for the ex-boyfriend. And he started looking through the box for Rob. And our roommate at the time was there. He pulled out one of the tapes and he was like, what does this mean? And I'm trying to remember what we named it. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Protein. That's what it was called. Corinda's carrots. I mean, like, no. Oh my God. It was called Protein One and Two. Oh, Protein. Because the premise of the porno was that I was knocking on his door to his apartment, and my husband, this is not true. This is made up shit. My husband was at war. And I really wow. needed some protein. <laughs> you guys put a lot of thought into this. We're crazy people. Wow. Oh my goodness. And I only watched that tape back one time. And now that I had a minute to think about it, there is probably no amount of money that anyone could ever pay me to see that shit. Because listen, it's not ever a pretty thing. No one wants to see that. I want wow. a very heavily produced porn where the lighting's good. Everyone looks hot. I love how yeah. you guys had like this a script. Okay, Corinne, stage left. Oh, goodness. Look, <sighs> I've known you for however many years and I never knew that about you. Oh, my goodness. You know, I feel like you do that kind of stuff more when it's long distance. So maybe that has a lot to do with it. Now with the internet, a lot of people are meeting each other and they live in totally different places. So it's a way to keep it hot. And before you do the meet and greet, the real meet and greet. Yeah, but like to send an actual image of your dick out to like somebody you've literally never met. 
don't know. Well, to go back to Euphoria, actually, there's that scene where Sydney Sweeney is talking or the narration is talking about her and how every time she's done something, pretty much the dudes will film it and put it on the Internet. And her thinking was, well, by the time I'm old enough to have a career, everyone will have nudes of themselves on the Internet. So it's not really a big deal. Like, eh. Still a little dicey. It's, I mean, kids nowadays are sending nudes. I, I'm really happy that that was not my era. I yep. must say that adds like a whole nother layer to growing up and trying to figure yourself out. Ugh. Ugh. I was shocked that somebody was shocked that my husband and I don't do this. Like it's like a regular occurrence. It is not. It's not, right? Uh-uh. Take a poll on this. Dick pic, yay. Dick pic, nay. I see the dick in real life. I don't need a pic of it on my phone to accidentally scroll through when I'm trying to show people a picture of my cat or something. Like, oh, there's Rob's dick. But it's it's interesting because I feel like a lot of women that I know would rather go to a gentleman's club where there's ladies topless. 100%. I've never gotten a lap dance from a male. Or a female. I'm not interested. I've gotten both. I've witnessed both. My bachelorette party, which you couldn't come to because you were very pregnant at the time. It was in New York City and we went to a male strip club and it was so freaking weird and uncomfortable. Like they pulled me on stage and I had this little dress on and they kept trying to like push my legs open and ugh. They kicked me off the stage. You're no fun. Get off the stage. I'm good with that. Like, I don't want a dick in my face. Okay, but what if what if it was Vinny from Jersey Shore? Well, that's he's a different in that story. Chippendale show. That's a different story. Oh, I would you, like you're to make a pilgrimage. I would okay. like to make a pilgrimage to Vegas and see Vinny in that show for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's a little different. I feel like the Chippendale show in Vegas is a lot classier than... You know, and I use that word loosely. (laughs) It's a lot classier than the male review that I went to in a weird fucking basement in Manhattan. If I had to choose, I would much rather go to a woman's where women are stripping versus a male strip club. I find a lot of things attractive and Hmm. I've realized that I'm attracted to women. Like I actually have a pretty big crush on Zendaya at this point. So when you brought up Euphoria... I got a little excited. <laughs> her character in the show or her? No, just life? her in general. Oh, she's so amazing. I don't she's know anything so about beautiful. her. How is she? I just found out about this show. I was like lost in the, I don't even know. Somebody was like, oh, you have to watch a show. I crammed yeah. it all in, in like three days. I don't even know how. It's so good. I couldn't I really stop like it. watching it. Yeah. But there was a lot of times I felt like I wanted to turn it off. It was making me uberly uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And I, but I kept watching it because I wanted to be out of my comfort zone. Hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I don't want to see all the bad shit. Yeah. But I couldn't stop watching it. So I did finish both seasons. I just think she's such a brilliant actress. I love the other one. Um, Maude, what's her name? Maude Apatow. The one that her mom was in. Um, this is 40. And yeah, Maude, Maude Apatow. Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann's daughter. Love her. She's Absolutely great. Absolutely love her. And I love Fez too. Like yes. as hot as I think Zendaya yes. is, I also have a crush on Fez. I want to like chill with him, uh-huh. right? 
Yeah, like, I, I want to chill like, with him too. Yeah, yeah. We want to like chill and like- I would love to chill know, with him, Zendaya together. It's funny on, um, on uh, one of the holidays, somebody sent me like a meme, like pick a table, like who, uh, would yeah. you, who would be at your holiday table? One of them was Zendaya, Snoop Dogg, Kris mm. Jenner. I was like, all right, mm. I'll take that one. That would be interesting. You know, Kris Jenner will blaze. And obviously Snoop Dogg's definitely going to blaze. So I would choose that table too. Sounds like a fun table. Speaking of Snoop D-O-double-G, we've been to many of your concerts, several together. Many. By the way, we did go to a concert, his concert uh, one time, and we got kicked out for smoking a blunt. So the way I see it, Snoop owes us a blunt and a concert. But you know what? We'll settle for him doing a guest spot on the Hot Cocoa Show. Call us, Snoop. Last time I went to try to go see him, Three years ago at Live in Miami, I knew like the sound production guy and he got us all a bunch of shots and it was super cool and we're waiting and waiting and there was a sick DJ and she was amazing and I now follow her on Instagram and she got me through COVID with her good music from her apartment. We'll put it in the description down below. I looked at my clock. It was about 2.30 and I- In the morning, a.m. Miami time, 2.30 still early. Yes, I looked at my husband. I said- And this is after like, we made our way through the VIP and he became friends with the bouncer. And it was like a really fun (laughs) night, but it was hitting about 3 a.m. Again, I have three kids and it's not easy to do this and wake up with three children in the morning. I can't even imagine. Barely 3 a.m. strikes. I'm seeing stars. I looked at my husband. (laughs) I was like, it's time to fucking go. And he's like, what do you mean? We're here to see Snoop. And I'm like, I can't make it. This is sad. Yeah. I tried to puke and rally. Mm, I puked. I didn't rally. Miss Snoop Dogg. He ends up going on at about 3.58 a.m. My sister sent me all the videos. She's like, look what you missed. Ah." Damn, not puke and rally. Oh, and for the record, if any North Carolina officials happen to be listening, I only partake in legal CBD for strictly medicinal purposes. Okay, so I want to twirl back to a very important topic, strip clubs. I've never loved strip clubs. And I remember being younger and people being like, come on, let's go. And my husband is not a fan either. And I remember having some friends say to me like, oh, he's lying or da, da, da. He's not a liar. He Mm -hmm. doesn't love it. I'm not that into it. But we've gone on occasion, like Club 11, we went and- it's amazing. Like those women go all the way up to the top of the pole. And I'm, I, I love to, that. I used to be a regular dancer, not like a, you know, not like a strip club dancer. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm into fitness. And so I love seeing their upper body strength. I'm like, holy shit. It's that insane. Bitch could do pole a fucking, work is crazy. Yeah. I could do like a split at the top and then twirl their way down. I'm like, you know, what kind of fucking strength that that takes from you. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Like, I'm like, damn, she fucking works out her core. Like, yeah. And, and, and my husband always laughs at me because I'm always like elbowing him. I'm like, wow, I'm more amazed at their technique. I'm like, it's not even about the nudity because I mean, at this stage, I've, I live in Miami. Literally, people are naked. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. It's about 150 degrees every day. And so you don't really wear a lot of clothing. So that part of it doesn't really bother me. I don't love when, you know, like people are lying to their significant other and they're like posting. That's when things get dicey. I, I wish we could all just be honest with each other about our wants, needs, desires. Right. It's hard. We, we kind of have been 
taught in our society that you're not supposed to want that. So the wanting of that already by nature, there's something wrong with me. I have to keep it a secret. You're supposed to want to settle down and have children and create a cute little family. And that's it. I wish it was right. like I that. I feel like yeah. when I met my husband, I was at a point in my life where I I love to party. I love mm-hmm. to go out. So I was okay with some stuff, but whenever it came down to the strip back then, when it, when it came down to, the, I wasn't, I, I didn't love it back then. I wasn't a secure woman. I just didn't feel like at this age now, now it's now I'm whatever about it, but I was living in my truth. And that's how I think if you're single and you're trying to date, I do think you need to stay authentic because there is people that mm. love strip clubs and would go with their partner and be happy yep. with it. So don't go because you want to just like fit in. If you hate it, fucking own it. And if you love it, fucking own that. I get it. Rob is also not a fan of strip clubs. And just like you, when I tell people that they're like, okay, I know, but whatever, why, why is that? Whatever. I think people think all men like that kind of shit, which is really sad because there's no all of anyone that likes to do all of everything. Exactly. But I enjoyed the strip club way more than Rob. I'll never forget. We were in Portland, Oregon, which is like the home of strip clubs. There is, is a strip club every building. Is that almost. fact? I never even Yes, knew about it's that. crazy. There's so really? many strip clubs per capita. And I wanted to go to all the strip clubs because listen, <laughs> I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. I appreciate your fucking honesty, girl. I like I a really little bit do. of raunchiness in my I life. I get you. Yeah. I crave some danger action. and adventure action. I, I have that issue. Yes. And Rob does not. Rob is an introvert. I'm an extrovert. So his cup gets filled up by staying at home and recharging that way. My cup gets filled up by going out and doing dicey, dangerous, shady <laughs> shit. <laughs> but we had just gotten married. I don't even actually think we were married yet. So this is 12 years ago. And I wanted to stay at the strip club. He did not want to stay at the strip club. He definitely wanted to leave. He was probably right. It was already late. We'd already reached our limit on how much alcohol we should consume. And I wanted to stay. And I start getting into this mode of I'm a dancer and I like to have fun. (laughs) You just don't like to have fun. Such a buzzkill. Yeah. And we got into a major fight and we almost broke up over it. Oh my God. We worked it out the next day. Did you stay? No. Oh my goodness. We I would still probably you imagine if you're like just leave me here. I have done that before. We broke up one time when we first started dating in Miami actually. I was trying to stay at the nightclub. It was his birthday. His birthday, mind you, we had just started dating. I invited our mutual friend out who introduced us. Things happened. We started getting a little rowdy. It's four o'clock in the morning. He wants to leave the club. I'm like, I'm a dancer. You just don't get it. I want to (laughs) dance. I need to dance and I'm always going to want to dance. And he's like, all right, bitch, I'm leaving. And he fucking fucking dance your way back home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was bad. We had to have the sit down the next day. Very yeah. serious at the yeah. at the Mexican restaurant. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, at least there was chips and salsa there. It was his birthday. All he wanted to do was go to an Irish pub. Wait, like, it was his oh, birthday? It was his birthday. 
That's oh, how much damn. of an asshole I was at that time. Oh boy. Yep. Poor Rob. Yeah, I was an asshole. I, I, I know, but it. you know what? I remember we were newly dating and mm. my husband's, fr- it was Halloween or something. And my husband's mm. friends were like, let's all go to Scarlet's. It was a strip club here. And I, we were newly dating. I didn't know this other group of people and I wasn't that confident girl yet. I don't mm. know. Yada, yada, yada. I fucking jump out of a car. I'm like, I am not going to a strip club. I made a whole scene. <laughs> I mean, and it is what it is. You definitely no. have loosened up in the last few years oh, yeah. about the strip club situation. That's for sure. Well, uh, yeah, I don't really know. I think you had a happened. perception. I mean, listen, you're not wrong. Shady shit happens at a strip club, especially Scarlet's. <laughs> no shade to Scarlet's, but shady shit happens there. You know what my issue was? I feel like when you first are dating somebody, you're really earning that level of trust and mm-hmm. respect, and you really don't know the other person. And shit could go down when you're drinking and in that environment. And we didn't really know each other that well. And mm-hmm. in my mind, one bad thing could fuck up the whole thing. Yep. Is it worth it for an hour or two at a strip club? I don't think so. No. So for me, it wasn't worth In my mind, I play out those scenarios like, okay, well, if I see him doing X, Y, or Z, I'm out. Audi 5000, we're done. I'm not fucking interested in you anymore. And I really liked him. And I really, I wanted, I saw a future with him. And once I saw that future with him, I didn't want to fuck it up with some fucking nasty shit. And you know, I agree. I mean, I've been around long enough and growing up in Miami, you see a lot of shit. So- And I've been friends with a lot of dudes. So Mm. I know how they think. And again, you can't generalize an entire population of people. But yeah, I I just because of where I grew up and what I was surrounded by, I didn't want to fuck it up. I really liked him. I really wanted to be with him. So I didn't want to lose that that level of respect. And I Mm -hmm. honestly didn't really even want to see him in that light. Yeah. Then as I got older and we have kids and we're married and we've been through some shit like I still don't love it, but I, in the right circumstance, but it would not be my top 10 choices. Like I would. I think, you know, at this point, your husband's not so into that in the first place. So he's not lying to you about going. He's not going there without you with his friends. Different strokes for different folks live in your truth. Don't, Mm -hmm. if you love it and you want to attract somebody that loves that lifestyle, but mm-hmm. you can't meet somebody and then you started out that way. And then later you're like, what the fuck? They're still like that. I mean, yeah, that's how you met them. Well, okay. So, you know, I've been with Rob for 18 years. I felt like I needed to be myself also. Hey, I like to go out. I like to dance. I like to have a good time. I have a hard time ending the night. And now, you know, it's been 18 years. I feel like people change and you get older and you evolve. I don't do that stuff anymore. I, every once in a while, we'll go out and do something and have a crazy night. But it, it's not like it was back then where it's every weekend or multiple times a week. Oh, but you see where I live? You could easily go down that road. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think we know people that have gone down that road. And it's kind and of sad going because, down that road. Yeah. And it's kind of <laughs> sad because the one person has changed 
and kind of gotten older and realized that that's not exactly what they want to be doing all the time. And then you have another person in the relationship that maybe hasn't. And now there's a problem. You either have to learn how to grow together or you kind of grow apart. Right. And I think that happens a lot because people aren't being completely honest with each other about what they want right. in life or what sure. their love language is sure, or what makes them happy. And I just wish we could communicate more as in a relationship with our significant other. I've gotten better with Rob about saying what I need because I still do need those times. It doesn't need to be all right. the time, but I have to go out and dance at least once a year. That's not even a lot. That's not. But it, it fills my cup and it's not something that'll ever go away. That's really hard when one person likes one thing. I, I see that a lot in mm-hmm. couples where it's like one person likes one thing and the other person likes the other thing. And you are married, but you're not the same person. You guys yeah. are two different people. And that's totally fine. It's the communication is so important about those things. You don't want to keep being like, oh, they never let me do this. And it should never be like that. Oh, they don't let me do this. I have to ask permission. It's like, this is my dad. At the same time, I want to respect my partner. I would never just say, see ya. I don't care what you think about it. I'm go- I'm going, whether you like I think, it or not. Yeah, you have to respect each other. There's I mean, we've balance. got- Yes, we we went through. I I don't know what happened to me last year. I don't know if it's straight out of COVID or what. I was so I was like in Partyland USA. I don't know. I was like on a fucking rampage. I partied so hard last year, and it was like my thirty ninth year. And mm, I don't know. That I had a lot book. to do with it. I, I I don't know if it did. It was, it was COVID. I don't know what the hell was happening, and I, I couldn't believe that I even had the energy to do it. But then I reached a point where we weren't leveling up and it was kind of like I was forgetting the purpose. And the purpose was he's my best friend. He's my partner in life. And my focus should be on what we like to do together. Not just Mm -hmm. like me in one lane, him in another lane. I don't know if it was hitting 40, coming out of COVID, quarantine, whatever all it was. But I, I, I got a lot out of my system. I mean, and here in Miami, if you wanted to go out seven nights a week, it's, it's available to you. Mm-hmm. I have done that living here in my twenties. You were part of that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very easy, but then I reached a point where we were, it was no good for my soul anymore because let's face it. Anything after midnight is normally no bueno, bad news, <laughs> bad news, bitches. <laughs> the witching hour. The witch an hour Uh after midnight. (laughs) I always say after 2 a.m. It's I know, but it's really before two and you know it's true. It's It's more like after midnight. After midnight. We're gonna let it all hang out. Unless I mean, we did when I was younger, we used to start at midnight. So like if you're starting at midnight, and guess what? Nothing good happens. (laughs) No. No, no, that's not true. We used to have a great time dancing because that's always been our thing. We love music and the best shit would happen to a DJ. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When we were in that mindset, Mm -hmm. the best shit would happen to us. Like it was so much fun. We would get like VIP treatment. Mm -hmm. It was, but it was because our energy was fire. We would see an empty dance floor. The Mm freaking playlist was hot. And then we would be the first ones on the dance floor. And then suddenly 200 people within 15 minutes Mm -hmm. were on that dance floor. That's the point. My final thought today is 
You need to be authentic. Be true to yourself. Be authentic. Be, be authentic. Don't fucking try to live in somebody else's lane. Stay in your lane. If you love strip clubs, great. If you don't love strip clubs and you're more of a no makeup, I want to be on a kayak type of girl, stick <laughs> with that. Maybe you'll meet a guy on the river. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about the river, but. Can't we have both? I won't be on the river unless it's hair washing day. You know, I like both. Rob and I just went camping with no running water or electricity. So I like bones like a nightmare, but <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. Sure it was. But those things are important to communicate in a relationship. There's a lot of people just living a lie out there trying to fit into this picture perfect mold of what they think their partner wants in them instead of actually living in their truth, which makes me really sad. I, I wish we could all be more honest with each other about these things because we'd all and live a much happier yourself. life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Well, it was great talking to you today, Co. I loved it. I feel like I partied a little bit. You know, when you're talking about something, you kind of like are yeah, in it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, uh, now I want to go out and do something. We're like dancing in our mind. Mm, 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 yeah. Mm. And on that beat, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Hot Coco Show. New episodes every week. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast feed and send your topic ideas. No dick pics, please. To at Hot Coco Show on Instagram. And until next time, keep it fucking real. Keep it real. Bye. I love you. Bye. I love you.